kids. It, you know, they always say, you love to see how God works. And one, I love to see, I love to see my Uncle Beck in Parisian. You know, I, I grew up with the music since birth. He's been around me. And it's just it's amazing to see how God grows and how, what God's doing in his life. And it's also amazing to see how God brings stuff together. Because, not saying he was on my message, but the Lord is going to work, I believe, in this message this morning. If you will, turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel 8 and 4. I want to tell uh, Brother Hannon and Sister Pat, thank you. Brother Darrell, thank you for letting me come up here. Uh, this is my home away from home. That's right. Uh, I've been coming here as long as I can remember. And, uh, I love you guys. I love you guys here. And I thank you guys for being there with me and being there for me and let me get up here and yell at you or talk to you whatever I can always do too. But uh, first, uh, first Samuel 8, 4, and it says, Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel and Aram, and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord, and the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of people and all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them, according to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even unto this day, where wherewith they have forsaken me and served their gods, so do they also hearken also unto thee. Now therefore hearken unto their voice, how by yet protest solemnly unto them, and shew them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. And Samuel told all the word the words of the Lord of the people. And had to ask of him a king, he said, This will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself, for his chariots, and be his horsemen. And some shall run before his chariots, and, will appoint, and he will appoint them captains over thousands, and captains over fifties, and will set them to year his ground, and to reap his harvest, and to make his instruments of war, and the instruments of his chariots. And he will take your daughters to be confectioners and to be cooks, and to be bakers. And he will take his fields, and your vineyards, and your olive yards, even, even the best of them, and give them, give them to his servants. And he will take a tenth of your seed, and of your vineyards, and give to his officers, and to his servants. And he will take your manservants, and your maidservants, and your goodest young men, and your, and your asses, and, be, and put them to his work. And he will take the tenth of your sheep, and he shall, he shall be your servants. And he, and he shall cry out in the day because of your kings, which he shall have chosen, he chosen you, and the Lord will not hear you in that day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of sin, and they said, Nay, <clears throat> but we will have a king over us, that we may also be like all the nations, that our, that our king may judge us and go before us and try our battles. <clears throat> Church, now this is, this is what I've this is when Samuel's judge over the people, and he's the priest, and he's a, he's, he's a, he goes and he bids, he bids up the God before them. He'll go and he'll, he's the one who's, 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 who's in that connection with the Lord. But he's becoming of an old age, and the people are yelling and they're screaming. As, well, I, I, can, I can just see them kind of bombarding Samuel. Send the, I, Samuel, we need something. We need something in place of you. You're getting old. It's time you're 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 falling away. I know I know you have a good relationship with God, and I know you've done a great well for us. But you're getting old. 
We need a king, Samuel. We need somebody in place for us to go and talk to God with us. <clears throat> to go to be that to be in that gap for us. Church, the Lord's been dealing with me on and since I since I've gotten here. And the only thing he's spoken to me is to inquire. To inquire of me. Church, there's nothing wrong with having somebody to go to when you need something. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with having somebody higher up. You know, like a pastor, like Sister Pat or Brother Hibbert. There's nothing wrong with having somebody. I need prayer for this situation. I need this. I need, I need, I need your guidance on this. But church, I believe the Lord is trying to get us into a place where we don't know where, where we don't always need to rely on just somebody to go and talk to the Lord to us. Or I can get in that secret place and I can go and find, so I can get in that place with the Lord and I can just get on my hands and say, Lord, God, I need something. I don't need a king. I don't need somebody, I don't need somebody higher up telling me what to do just because it makes me feel safe. But church, to inquire of God means you're getting into that secret place. You're getting somewhere where nobody else has, where nobody else can get, but just you and the Lord, church. Church, I don't think we realize how, how, how precious that is. To get into a secret place. To get into a place where it's just in God. You know, we we fight. We we're, we're so quick and easy to you know. Everybody loves living in America. We all say this is you know, and to me it is. It is one of the greatest places in this country to live. We are very blessed to where we live. But church, when we think of when we think of freedom, we're like, oh, that's my freedom, the American way. I, I have freedom and nobody's going to take it from me. Nobody's going to take that freedom from me because, because it's my God-given right to where I live to be here. But church, how, how, much, how much does that freedom mean to you when the Lord gives it to you? When the Lord gives you that freedom. Church, if you're sitting here today, you have a freedom. I know that not many people could say, I have. Amen. Sister Melissa, when you got saved, or you're saved now, you can go and say, okay, I'm free. I've been washed by the blood. I've got something that's that special on the inside of me. I've been washed by the blood. I've got the gift of the Holy Ghost. Church, that's a freedom. But church, it's a sad day whenever we value the freedom that... <laughs> When we battle, we will fight tooth and nail over our freedom of our country. That, as of right now, sir, I would say, is it they're, they're, they, they have fallen away from the Lord? But we'll fight tooth and nail for that freedom. But when it's time to say, uh, it's okay. When he, when they told, when they told Samuel, it's okay that we're going to give up this, but just so I can have a king church. I, how many have we? How many of us have gotten complacent to where we say it's okay? I'm gonna give up just a little bit of this, Lord, because I got to fit in with this situation. Yes. I got to fit in here. Come on. He said, "They have kings. Why don't we have kings?" Come on, church. When the Lord is your king, you don't need a king. That's right. You don't need a king, church. You just gotta get into that secret place and say, "If I can just." If I could just inquire of the Lord in this moment, if I could just get to that place, there's no king going to take me out of what I will take me out of my situation, church. There is no king that's going to get me out of it. I just got to get to the Lord in this moment, church. Church, we just got to get into that place. 
And we're even if we're in the wilderness and we're being and we're being led astray and we're wondering and wondering and I know that, and we're going through tribulations and trials. But church, even if I messed up, you can say I gotta get to the Lord. I can feel it to the Lord in this moment. I can get to that place of God that if I can just get there. Nothing else happens in the church is going That's right. Hallelujah. If I can just get to that secret place, church. Hallelujah. Church, I believe the Lord is asking us this morning, and I'm going to try to be as brief as I can be. Who is your king today? Who's your king today? Who, who's the, who do you go to? We say, I, I serve a mighty God. I, we will confess and we'll say, I serve a mighty God today. I'll, I'll go and I'll tell people about it. But when it gets down to the point, when it gets down to the place, when something's going on, church, who is your king this yes. morning? Who do you go to when you need something? Or do you just sit there and cry and say, I don't know what's going to go on? Do you put, what do you put as your king this morning, church? Hallelujah. Yes. I don't know about you, church, but don't send me. Don't send me a king. Don't send me. Don't send me somebody who's just going to tell me what I want to hear. That's right. Don't just send me something that that's going to make me feel better about myself, church. I know, Samuel. I I believe it hurt God to hear his people say, "Send me a king." Oh, yeah. Because it was never meant. They were never meant to be sent a king. They don't get me wrong. They was the Lord. The Lord anointed Saul, and He was going to use Saul because in that, in that moment, the Lord will turn things around and benefit you because He loves you and He will help you. But church, there are some things in our life that were never meant to be a part of the church. Church, I I believe it hurt God to hear them say, "Send me a king. Send me somebody who will lead me. Send me somebody who will guide me." Whenever all they had to do was say, "All right." I know Samuel's getting old. He's a prophet of the Most High God. I know he can, he's, he's been there, but I know that whenever he's gone and he's, he's out of the way and he's no longer here, I know I can still get in that place. I know I can still go to God and everything will be alright. I know, I know, I know, because without a shadow of a doubt, he's given me the freedom of the Lord. He's given me everything that I've ever desired to pass. I know we're still growing in this place, church, but there is nobody in here that can say the Lord has to provide for you. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen this place in here grow. Like Joey said, we've since the storefront, I've seen God move in this place, church. There's nobody in here that can say God isn't moving. Like Logan said, we were sitting on, on chairs last time we were here, but every time we come here, there's a different step. There's a different process. There's a different way of a lot moving around. I mean, hallelujah. Like Moses said, it's actually I'm gonna read it. It's, it's a it's a very powerful verse to me. Uh, Exodus 17 and 13. And it says, And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the years of Joshua. And I will utterly put on out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of, of it Jehovah Nisi. For he said, Because the Lord hath the Lord hath hath sworn out the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Very, I don't know about you, but that, that verse is very powerful to me. And, I, and I've talked about it before many times, or a couple of times back home. But church, 
like I would say every time we move forward, there's a different step, there's a different stepping stone. But church, I know even here at New Beginnings, I know we can say I, I built an altar. Church, every time that he, whenever Moses built that altar, he was saying, we won. We were done with this battle, but it was because the Lord helped me with this battle, and the Lord has given me instruction to build this altar right here. I believe church is time to start building some altars, church. It's time to start building some altars and giving God glory. Hallelujah. It's time to start building some altars, church. Because the Lord, church, there's some memorials that we may have forgotten. I'm not saying dwell on your past. I'm not saying get caught up in the church, but I'm saying remember what the Lord has done for you. And I'm not telling you to remember what he's done and look to what he's going to do, church. Build some altars tonight, church. Because the Lord is the Lord is a perfect, is a perfect God, and he's a gentleman, and he's going to help you get to some get to some things in your life. He's going to guide you. But church, even the Lord wants to be given some glory. That's right. We enjoy some pat on the back, don't we? Yeah. We enjoy our pat on the back. Yes. But there is nothing that I can do whatever, but that would ever come close to what the Lord done in our lives in yeah. church. There is nothing I can do that would be the significance of what God has done on Crown Calvary yeah. Church. There's nothing that I can do. All I can do is say, Lord, I'm going to do the best to live by you. I will do the best to live by what you have me to do tonight, church. From this day forward, I know we've given our life to God, but church, I believe tonight to this morning, we need to stop. We need to make a new a new starting point tonight, church. A new starting point to say, from this day forward, I'm building some altars tonight, church. I'm building some altars and I'm giving you the glory for everything tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. To start building some altars here, church, tonight. Because the Lord is worthy of it. Yes. The Lord, the Lord is worthy of all of our praise. He's worthy of everything that we do, that we've done up to this point, church. It's not time to slack off. It's not time to go and and go and ask God for these for these silly things that don't make any sense to us. I know we can, like I said, I know sometimes things get hard, and we want to go to our elders and we want to go and say, "I, I, you take care of it. It's not up to me. I can't do it no more. I, but I know you can get in front of God. I know Brother Andy can get in touch with God, so I'm gonna leave it on His hands. But church, <clears throat> Brother Hennon even has. His own, his own things got to get to God sometimes. Right. And I know he would do everything in his power to help every and every one of you because I know the man and I know that he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a loving man and he would do whatever he got to take. But church, sometimes we gotta bear, we gotta bear our things and we gotta take them to the Lord and say, Lord, I can't do it, but you can. I can't take care of it, but you can. You, the freedom that I have is great, it's great and it's mighty and it's glory. So I know that because I have this freedom, because I know I have Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my banner, I know, I, because I know what I have, I know I'm capable of making this far, church. I know I'm capable of walking through the wilderness. Hallelujah. I know we're going to walk through some wilderness, church, but we gotta, we got to understand who we're walking with. We're not just walking with anybody. We're walking with the Lord himself. It's in my church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, what do we, what do we value more here tonight? 
what, what, what kind of freedom do we value? Do we value the freedom of just saying, well, I can do what I want, I can do as I please, I can, I can just do whatever I feel like doing because I want to fit in with the people next to me, like, like, like this children of Israel. I want to just fit in and I can do whatever I want because I have that freedom. Our church, we value the freedom that the Lord has given us to where perfect peace has existence, where joy has existence. Church, I don't know of anything else greater than what the Lord has given me here tonight. And church, I, I believe we're, we got to start with that. I believe the Lord is trying to say, put a value on, value me a little bit more here tonight. Value what I give you. Value my freedom. This church is the greatest freedom we'll ever have. This country is going to keep going on. It's going to do what it wants to do. It's going to go further away from God. It's because it doesn't, it doesn't care at this moment. But church, you've got to care tonight. You've got to put a value on what I'm doing here. It's more important than what anybody ever else is doing. It's more valuable than, than sending me somebody and telling me, this is my ruler. This is going to take me somewhere. Church, what do you value tonight? Who who is your who is your king tonight? Because I don't know about you, but I've got a king of kings. I've got the king of kings in my life. I've got the Lord of the Lords. I've got Alpha the Omega. I've got the beginning. I've got the end. I've got it all right here, already inside my heart. And I don't know about you, but I want I'm gonna continue to push forward to that mark of the prize of the Most High God here tonight. Church, build your altars here tonight. Not just for you, but even for this church. Start building some altars here tonight, church. Put the memorial in there. Say, God, you've helped me. You've led me. You've guided me up to this point. I'm not going to let you down because you've been too good. You've been too kind to me here. You've been too good in my life. Church, I know I'm not, I'm, I'm by all means, I'm not you can look at me. I'm not like anybody else. I walk different. I, that's because of what I have to go through. But I can tell you right now, church, I wouldn't change it for a moment yeah. to see what God is doing in my life. I wouldn't change it for a moment to be here with you today and see one of you guys take a stand here tonight and say, I'm going, to, I'm going a different way. I'm not, I'm not going to keep... Get, getting out of line. I'm going to say, I'm going to take up my stand. I'm going to walk with the Lord here tonight. Yes. I'm going to take up my cross and I'm going to bear with everything that I've got here inside of me because it's going to take every last thing of me because I've got to see some souls saved. Yes. I've got to see some people delivered. I've got to see some healing take place. There's some healing in my life that I want to take place in my life, church. And I know you do too. So church, take up your cross because there's some things coming. If you just hold on here tonight, church. If you would just hold on, you would see the miraculous happen. You would see some healings take place. You would see deliverance. You would see drug addicts come to church. You would see this place fill up to where you can't even fit them anymore, church. If you would just hold on and take up your cross and say, I don't care what's going on. I don't care what these people, what people at Wake Cross say or Hoboken say. I don't care what they say about me. I'm going to do what the Lord is asking me to do. I'm going to inquire of Him. I'm going to get to that secret place and I'm going to do what He has called me to do here at night, church, because we are a called people. We are called at tonight, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, I... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, you know, Moses, <coughs> go back to Moses. 
Moses wasn't willing to give up his freedom. He wasn't, he wasn't willing to give it up just because the children of Israel were yelling at him or, or, or being disgruntled with him. He wasn't willing to give it up because he knew if I can just get, if I can just get up to that mountain, if I can just get up there and inquire of the Lord, if I can just get up there, everything will be alright. And I know he found, Moses fought some things. Moses went through some things with his people and it was a back and forth situation and Moses didn't make it into the promise. <laughs> but I can tell you one thing. Moses inquired of the Lord. Yes, he did. He fought for the people. He took, he, he did with everything inside yes, of him just to did. say, I'm going to get to what God has called me to do and I'm going to do my very best. Church, are you giving God your very best tonight? Are you giving what's inside, everything that's inside of you? Are you doing your very best? Or are you asking for something else that, does, that the Lord never intended for you to have? Hallelujah. If you guys want, I want, I want to try, I want you guys to the altar. It's up to you. It's whatever Lord leading you to. But I feel like we need to kind of do a rededication in our lives tonight, yes. church. Not just for, not just for us, but for the, for the church. It's up to you guys, but what, what you want to do. Are you serious about what God's taking us? Are you serious about getting to that next step? Rededicated our lives tonight to the Lord, building our altars, remembering where the Lord has brought us from. Hallelujah. Because we get, sometimes it gets lost. It gets lost in the world when we're we're everyday lives. Sometimes things get lost behind us. But remember where the Lord brought you from. I'll give you some time, guys, to come up here and pray and and rededicate your lives if you guys want to or if anybody needs prayer. These altars are open.